Hello and good morning, everybody. I just ate a slice of rye bread with caraway seeds and I regret it to this second. And I recently bought three animal figurines for my room decor, one of them being a small fat cow. I love that cow. I'm Juan Fredera. I'm Sabrina Alonso. And welcome to Panicked, Panicked by, by Design. Design. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about social media, a mirror glaze cake that ruined my kitchen, mm. and your dog's favorite, horoscopes. Wah, wah, wah. All this and more when we come back from the break. Hey everybody, welcome back to Panic by Design. I'm your host, the water bottle in your room that cracks at 2 a.m. and makes you think you have a ghost. And I am Will Byers. I don't know who that is. Oh, well, he's the little kid, you know, the one that got trapped in the Upside Down season one of Stranger Things. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I only saw season one. Only season one? Yeah. Isn't there like four seasons out or something? I think so. Three or four? I don't know. I don't watch the show. I watched the first season and that was it for me. Oh. Like That's so good. <laughs> I watched it when it came out. I have a poster in my room. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I I'm obsessed. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> when I okay, I watched it when it came out. Yeah. When that happened, I wasn't even in this country. That was so long ago. Yeah. What the heck? The only thing I remember is just Barb. Oh my god. <laughs> Barb. Miss yeah. Thing. Died because her friend was trying to get it on. How lame. Yeah. What the heck? She deserved better. She did, but... Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do about it, really? She's already dead. I guess. Um, okay, so today we're going to be talking about social media. Um... For a lot of us, myself included, social media is a very big and incremental part of our lives. Mm-hmm. I met my best friend through social media, and a lot of my other closest friends I've also met through social media, um, or even friends that I didn't meet through social media, but I moved, or like they moved, mm-hmm. we stay in touch through social media. Yeah. You know? So it's a really, it's a really fun, it's a fun place to be. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, it, it, it's a fun place to be around, I guess. <laughs> um, Depends how you use it, I guess. Yeah. As with anything, social media does have the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to focus too much on the bad and the ugly. Okay. I want to focus more on the good. We're positive people. We're not, but... Um, you don't got to tell them that. Oh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> Reverse. We are positive people. We definitely are. <laughs> but I'm actually not. Like No, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, how many social media apps do you think would you say that you have? Um, off the top of my head, okay. I would say like maybe six, maybe really? five. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't on. know what things I'd count as social media. Okay, so Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Oh, God. I'm um, already off. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Uh, WhatsApp, I guess. It's not a fully social media app, but, like, you talk to people, so I guess it counts. Question mark. Yeah. Um, then there's dating apps. Mm-hmm. So that's seven. The, and then there's TikTok. TikTok. Uh-huh. Um, Tumblr. Ew. If anyone still uses Tumblr, question mark. Let's not. Um, Reddit. Reddit? Social media. Yeah. Even though I don't understand it, I do not understand Reddit. Oh, yeah, no, me neither. I don't think anybody does, but... Does Discord count as a social media? I think it does. It does. I have a Discord, but I don't use it. Oh, I don't... I also don't know how to use Discord. <laughs> neither do I. I have one. I don't um, use it for anything because I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. Does YouTube count as social media? Some people count YouTube as social media, but I don't know. It's a media. Like it it's a, a it's, it's a method media, of media. And you can you like consume other people's <laughs> content consume. through it. Yeah. But some people categorize it as social media, so I guess we can. Sure. Okay. So yeah. that's what, eleven? I was way off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have like all of those, except for dating, dating apps. profiles. Yeah. You see, not all of us are in happy relationships. So 
Sucks to suck, I guess. I hate you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you see, some of us are lonely. I cannot relate anymore. My bad, G. moving on (laughs) let me get my mouth shut (laughs) um (laughs) so that's what like 11 ish yeah 11 give or take 11 that's Um, so many yeah um what did i say (laughs) you said five (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're like you're a tiny bit off only a little i guess (laughs) um but i actually so i looked this stuff up and according to brandwatch.com the average person has 7.6 social medias. Oh. Which, oh, okay. I am not a math, but <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. that doesn't make sense. Why is it 0. 0.6? Point, well, that would just mean that uh, a little bit more majority of that average has eight, and then the minority has seven. Okay. Not exactly, but, you know, Give or mostly take. eight. Yeah. A lot of seven. Okay. Cool. Sounds like we're dating pool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> Um, would you say that you like use Messenger, WhatsApp, or like texting apps a lot? No, because I don't talk to people. Although I have Messenger to yeah. talk to like my coworkers. That's a weird place to talk to your co. co-, co- oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> that's a weird place to talk to your coworkers. I mean, because I have a group chat. They have a group chat. I just have a group chat like through text. Oh, like well, that's it's like a group work group chat. Sorry. I mean, it's just easier on Messenger, I think, because everyone we know has a Facebook from work, and I don't know. I guess. Well, everybody at my store has an iPhone. Yeah. My, so like, lo- I work with a lot of older people. Oh, okay. Yeah. They all have Facebook, but not right. iPhones. So. Yeah. No. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean. I have Messenger. I don't use it. I have about seven or eight unread messages on there. <laughs> somebody <laughs> somebody contacted me about a voice acting opportunity. Oh, and that's cool. Yeah, if you know me, I've been wanting to get into voice acting. I feel like I've messed up my vocal cords enough to be a good voice actor. I low-key want to be one, too, but when I got something about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he sent me a message... And we were talking for a little bit. He explained the characters or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, cool. I would like, and he sent me, he was like, I'm going to send you um, some audios um, talking a little bit more about the characters. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, yes, please. Like um, I'm at work right now, but as soon as I get off work, I will listen to them and I will get back to you. Yeah. That was two months ago. Oh. <laughs> um, the message is still unopened. Oh my God. Come I on. feel like by this point, it's disrespectful to open it. Oh, no. If I leave a message unopened for too long, I just fully never respond again. <laughs> I, I feel bad. I've ghosted so many people that way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Question mark. I don't think you're listening to this, but if you are, I'm sorry. My bad, G. I, I really didn't mean to. It just slipped my mind, and <laughs> I didn't want to like text you back the next day. Because I... You know what? Maybe it was just my fault. Uh, maybe. Like, maybe I could have just texted him back the next day and be like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I it slipped my mind. I mean. But I'm here. It's too late now. Definitely too late. <laughs> yeah. It's been two months. I think he already, like, produced everything. Oh, shoot. Oops. Um, I promise I have a better work ethic than that. I just, I have a very faulty mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, actually, my point with asking you that. Mm-hmm. Um, was I also, um, this is also from that same, uh, site, brandwatch.com. Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp process about 60 billion messages a day. A day? A day. Billion with a B? With a B. Gosh. Yeah. For what reason? People talk. Nosy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i am about two thousand of those messages oh shoot and yes. it's mostly just me sending screenshots to my best friend like oh my god look at this can you believe this person said this oh my god oh my god oh my god and then like five minute voice messages that's scandal i sent somebody a 10 minute voice message once 10 why for what um <laughs> i was just like <laughs> i wasn't like going through it but i mean <laughs> i mean kind of <laughs> Um, I just had like 
to vent to somebody. Yeah. And my friend was like, yeah, sure. And then I sent her a 10 minute voice message <laughs> and she never responded. Oh, cool. Like she just didn't listen to it. She ignored it. Well, that I was like a year ago. That was a year ago. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, she still hasn't. We've moved on from that conversation. Oh, oh yeah. But she just still has not listened to that message. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I mean, I kind of wanted to hear her thoughts on it, but it's a little too late for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. It's it's been a little bit too long. <laughs> um, but I mean, social media. It has a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. I mean, it allows you to like express yourself. It allows small businesses to like connect with communities and yeah, you know, that's always fun. Um, there's actually um, eighty one percent of all small businesses mm -hmm. also use social medias. Oh. I've bought stuff from small businesses because I see stuff about them online. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I get that a lot through TikTok. I, really? I find out a lot of small businesses through there. Um, there's, really fun. Yeah, there's this page called Wicked Clothing. Mm. Um, and I bought three shirts from them. Um, it's the Mothman shirt that I have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that shirt so much. It says Mothman and it says, like, terror from... Like, have you seen the Mothman? And then it says, terror from the skies. I don't know why. I love that it says, terror from the skies. There's something about it that just like, yes, <laughs> it makes no exactly. sense. <laughs> like, I agree. <laughs> I like your funny words. <laughs> I like your funny words, magic man. <laughs> um, I haven't seen Clone High. I just know that line. I have no idea what that even is. I just got it from TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> I get everything from TikTok nowadays. Yeah, I get my personality from you, and you get it from TikTok. Exactly. So <laughs> ripple effect. Yeah, butterfly, butterfly effect. effect. Yeah. Question mark? Is that what it is? Yeah, butterfly effect. That's not something else. Well, the butterfly I think effect that's a is different concept. Question butterfly mark. effect is every action has consequences. Because uh, it's like the flap of a butterfly's wings. Yeah. On one side of the uh, of the world can cause a hurricane on the other side of the world. Not literally, but. Does that apply to copying personalities? <laughs> no, I think that's just being unoriginal. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I agree. <laughs> yeah. But let's not get into that. Um, there's also, okay, there's 10 social media users per second. New ones. Oh? 10 per second. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, okay, personal, bit of a personal question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that social media has had a positive impact on you, on your life? On me personally? Yeah. Overall, oh god, <laughs> it's a little iffy. I'd say overall, leaning towards yes. Okay. Because I have also had a lot of bad experiences with social media, which we can get into a little bit later. <laughs> we don't have that much time, sis. This show is only an hour. Well, yeah, that's a lot of unpacking. <laughs> I can talk about that with my therapist. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Moving on. Jeez. <laughs> um. I think I've had a positive impact on my life because of social media. I've met a lot of good people because of it. Okay. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of good, but there's also some bad stuff. Oh, definitely. Um. I. <laughs> I don't really. Ex I didn't really experience too much bad stuff. On social media i was victim of like a bunch of like chain mails oh of, like, i remember those oh <laughs> if you God. don't repost this in 30 seconds this like creepy thing is gonna show up in your room at 3 a.m the way i still never reposted them just to see if it would happen stop really i'd be like appear i'll punch you in the face <laughs> <laughs> no i hope a little girl comes and tries to kill me <laughs> i'll deck her <laughs> Mess around and find out. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? I will not send this just to, just to see what happens. I will punt this little girl. <laughs> Try to kill me. <laughs> That's so wild. I used to like share them to everybody I could. Oh, no. I, I didn't share them. I have learned, and instead now what I do is I put them on, um, I make the post private mm -hmm. on Facebook, so I share it to like 
you know, follow through with like what it asked me to do. Yeah. But nobody else will see it. Do you still do that? Yes. Oh my, you still do that? Yes. You are 19 years old. <laughs> I'm very superstitious. Oh my God. <laughs> no, if anyone sent me chain mail today, I would punch them. <laughs> Not the little girl that's coming to kill me. The person that sent no, it I'm, to me. No, I'm a very superstitious person. I'm incredibly superstitious. I'm the kind of person that like, if it's a room of ladders and I have to go under them to, to go through, mm -hmm. I'll just climb the ladders. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Climb and jump on top of all of them to get through. Yeah. I like I use salt, I throw something back. I don't know what that does, but I Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what it what it's for, but yeah. I still do it. <laughs> I'm not really that superstitious. So I oh god, I'm incredibly superstitious. But a lot of that came from theater. Oh? Yeah. Really? Theater has a lot of superstitions. Yeah. Okay. So many. But that is social not media. the point of this. We Sorry. are talking about social media, specifically the bad. It's our ADHD brain. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm churning out 50 thoughts a minute, a second, <laughs> and I need to get through all of them. Oh, yes. It's awful. I feel. Um, okay. A big thing, according to um, helpguide.org, <sighs> FOMO. FOMO oh. is a really big part of social media. We're on the bad now? We're on the bad. We're talking oh. about the bad. We're going on the bad. Ugh. God, I used to get terrible, terrible FOMO to the fact... Not... Wait. <laughs> to the point... To the point. Where it would affect my day-to-day -day life. Wait, really? Yeah. Like, it would just make me so, like, sad and anxious. Oh, God. constantly. Ugh. Luckily, I don't get it that much, although it did happen to me the other day, because my some of my dearest friends that I just love with all my heart, they hung out with each other without me, and it made me very sad. <laughs> Were you working? Was I working that day? It I was probably, Monday. I didn't work on Monday. No? No. Oh. oh that makes me sadder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm over it now, I guess, but... It was super bad. I'm fine. <laughs> it was at its worst when I was um, in like late middle school to early high school. And, you know, I kind of got to a point where I needed to know what everyone was doing at every second. So I didn't miss out. Oh, God. Anything. <laughs> I, I can kind of relate to that. Um, FOMO can definitely lead you to, like, be on your phone every second of oh, yeah. every day. Social media constantly. Yeah. Just to see what's happening. Um, I'm the kind of person that if I get a message, I have to look at it mm. immediately. Oh, or yeah. I will collapse. See? Like, I will have a conniption and I will die. Oh, no. <laughs> and it kind of sucks because it happens when I'm driving, too. Yeah. Like, I'll be driving just on my phone Oof. yeah that's no good it's not i'm like okay <laughs> i've had days where it gets really bad mm -hmm. mostly because i'm like my brain is just like so yeah like my brain is just silly putty okay just <laughs> mashed potatoes oh yeah Ooh. that Sorry. sounds kind of good yeah i'm really hungry <laughs> anyway continuing and i'm just on my phone the entire time i'm driving I've gone from work to my house and I get home and I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, I don't remember driving. Oh, that's dangerous. I just remember getting home. Like I, 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 I just remember being on my phone Gee. and that is a problem. That is no good. <laughs> um, this is a very public personal PSA. Don't do that. Yeah, please. Don't text and drive. Your life is a lot a lot more valuable than a text message. Yeah. And I know this is like common to hear and yeah. to say and that we all fall victim to it every once in a while. Yeah. We just can't make it a habit. Yeah, don't be like me. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I know that I fall victim I okay. I do it a lot, but I'm trying to stay more aware of it. Like I'll be driving and then I'll notice that I'm on my phone and then I'm like, okay. Chill out. <laughs> yeah. Put it away. Yeah. We don't, like, driving, if you're just going 
point A to point B, it doesn't take that long. Like, you don't need to know what's happening this very second. Yeah. You know? The only time where I can say be careful with it is if, like, you're going to pick somebody up and you're messaging them and telling them, like, oh, hey, I'm five minutes away. But make sure that it's at a light. Make sure that your car is stopped. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to text or be on your phone while driving, at least (laughs) do it when you're not actively driving. Yeah, like... Like, that's minimum. (laughs) Don't be going 80, 80 miles an hour on I-75. Just... One hand on your phone. (laughs) Yeah, one hand on Twitter. Like, one hand on Twitter, Uh just scrolling. The other hand, drinking a soda and driving (laughs) with your knees. Oh. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah, please. Do not. That's incredibly dangerous. You could die. You could. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You don't want that, do you? Don't answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Rhetorical question. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Something that also ties to FOMO Uh is isolation. Uh, You start feeling really lonely. I do get very lonely because of social media. Yeah, but... No, excuse me. I just yawned. God. Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear anything. Because I yawn inwards. Uh, <laughs> okay. I <laughs> Inward yawn? Yeah, my jaw will try to like, op- like my mouth will try to open and I will hold it. Mm-hmm. And I just look like I'm clenching my teeth really hard. Oh. Well. But you know, here we are. Um, but isolation is a really big thing. Um, body image is also... Oh my god. <laughs> I've been on Twitter and like I see all these Twitter gays just doing <laughs> their thing, living their life. Not the Twitter gays. Just posting pictures of themselves of themselves and I'm just sitting here. What you know. Be mean? Sitting in a waitress hoodie. <laughs> hey, waitress is a good show. It is, but you know. <laughs> and like <laughs> not ideal. <laughs> my hair tied up. I look like a burnt raisin. <laughs> I look like a burnt chicken nugget. <laughs> but he still loves himself. Yeah, I should learn from him. Oh, burnt chicken nugget, man. I hope Where you're you doing good. <laughs> um. Okay, did you ever experience cyberbullying um, through social media? I could not pinpoint any specific examples, but probably just because it's so prominent. Um... Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, I had a, <laughs> I had a girl on kick call me ugly. Oh, damn. Yeah. Why'd she do that? <laughs> I don't know. Mean. Yeah, I all I said was, "Look who's talking," and I blocked her. How did this come about? We were just talking and like we were sending each other like selfies and stuff. We were getting to know each other, and I sent her a selfie, and she was like, "Oh, you're ugly," and I was like, Ugh. "Oh my gosh." <laughs> okay. That's so mean. So like. Say that to someone. <laughs> Okay, you funny-looking 13-year-old. <laughs> PSA, don't call people ugly. <laughs> yeah, don't don't go around calling people ugly. That's kind of mean. Is that not common sense, though? <laughs> Dang. She I, really said, you ugly. Yeah. I found that disrespectful. Yeah. I punt her. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I, oh, God. Bestie vibes only. Okay. Um, my last point on the bad, before we lightly touch on the ugly, mm-hmm. is self-absorption. Ooh, okay. I wouldn't consider myself self-absorbed. No? <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking. <laughs> um, I, my ego is definitely a little... Y- yeah. <laughs> Inflated? Uh-huh. Like a hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to agree, you know. No. <laughs> I <love> um, it. <laughs> like okay, one of my friend, one of our friends, looked at me and said that she thought I was the funniest person she knew. Oh. That went straight to my head. Oh God. Oh. I was like, you know what? I am. <laughs> <laughs> God complex. <laughs> Okay, not a god complex, but definitely like archangel complex. <laughs> like right below. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit of a problem. <laughs> but you know what? We're working through it. Funniest person on earth? Question mark? Well, okay. 
I'm not no Lucille Ball. Okay. Top 10. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm not Lucille Ball, but I'm definitely above like Andy Cohen. Oh, shoot. <laughs> you know, Andy Cohen slander. What's what, what's this other guy's name? The one um, who does carpool karaoke. James, James Corden. Corden. James Corden. I'm definitely funnier than James <laughs> Corden. God. This is now slander. <laughs> yeah, this is now a James Corden slander account. James Corden, if you're listening. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop stealing our jokes. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Corden. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't want to get too much into this last one but uh-huh. the ugly, the ugly of, of social, social media, media. Mm. um okay some examples catfishing uh-huh uh revenge porn oh yeah that's really Yikes. like harassment mm-hmm. sending death threats to people because they don't agree with you or you just don't like them that is ugly yes um what would cancel culture fall into uh being held accountable for your actions okay i agree (laughs) i don't really think like people are like oh no cancel culture is so bad i'm like you're just people just found out that you were trash and now you're being (laughs) held accountable for it You just didn't suffer the actions of your consequences sooner. <laughs> yeah, you peed in your bed, now lie in it. Yeah. You know? Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <how> it goes? <laughs> no, it goes, you made your bed, now lie in it. But, you know. Close enough. This is a bad situation we're talking about. So, you peed in your bed, now lie in your pee bed. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Listen, I don't. <laughs> I'm not saying it's good, but. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, I, I don't really think cancel culture is a super real thing. Like, no, you're just yeah. being held accountable for your actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Definitely. You get what you deserve. Exactly. You know? Like, if you're out here on social media saying the N-word, <laughs> saying any kind of slur. You gotta be held accountable. Like, Hello? yeah. You can't just be saying these things in the year 2021. Yeah. Or ever. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what year it is. You can't say that. <laughs> Or, like, Shane Dawson doing blackface. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't like that man. Does anyone anymore? A lot of people do. It's weird. If you are still a Shane Dawson stan listening to this podcast. Don't. <laughs> don't stan him and don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. This is Onision. now Shane Dawson. Do Slater. people even like still listen? Like... Onision? Yeah. <laughs> the way that man enrages me. God. You want to know a secret? Oh God. Were For you one small point in time? Oh no. I, uh, I was like, oh God, I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> I was like, why is everyone mad at him? He's just telling the truth. <gasps> oh my God. No. Granted, it only lasted like two weeks, and then I opened my eyes. I believed in you. I'm a terrible person. I trusted you. I trusted myself. Oh, terrible. Honestly, I'm offended. I'm offended for you. I would beat that girl up. (laughs) (laughs) I would go back in time, look at that girl, lock eyes, and be like, you know what? (laughs) It's over for you. I'm so violent today. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. I'm trying to beat up everybody. <laughs> Don't get on my bad side. <laughs> I mean, do you have a good side? <gasps> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, okay, if you're going to be mean to someone, be funny. Yeah. You know? I agree. <laughs> like, if you're going to call somebody ugly. Say it in a funny way. Yeah. At least. Yeah. It's bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have any examples? Yeah. Um, you have the face only a mother could love after winning the lottery. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It is funny. It is. <laughs> Which is the point. Um, but to recap, mm-hmm. 
be careful on social media. You know, don't compare yourself to other people. Nothing is linear. You know, for some people, this is just another regular day. For me, this is the seventh year anniversary of my mom's death. You know, <laughs> people go through different stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And above all, don't text and drive, for God's sake. Yes. Be safe. Be aware. Yeah. Be Ar nice. Yeah. Arrive alive. Oh. You know, don't arrive in a body bag. That's that's not a Nice to meet you, I'm pleased Cause I've seen you around In my astral projections I'm a mess, I'm obsessed Over just for you, dear This is not my confession Listening to Panicked by Design on Hawk Radio, powered by Anchor FM. Hey everybody, welcome back. If you're new here, I'm your host, the fry that's been under your seat for three months. Today's recipe is a mirror glaze cake that you're probably gonna have to do in grams because to be honest, the metric system is superior when it comes to baking. So I'm gonna get you started first on the cake itself. Um, this recipe is to make literally every single item from scratch. Um, for this, you're going to need two nine-inch cake pans. So this is usually like a round cake pan. And your ingredients are going to be two sticks of unsalted butter um, at room temperature, plus more for the pans. So two sticks is usually a cup of butter. And then you're also going to need three cups of all-purpose flour um, and more for the pans. A tablespoon of baking powder, half a teaspoon of sugar, um, one and a quarter cups of sugar, four large eggs at room temperature, a tablespoon of vanilla extract. On the vanilla extract, you can be as lenient as you want. I don't really measure for vanilla extract. I kind of just squeeze the bottle and whenever I'm satisfied with what came out, I stop. And uh, one and a quarter cups of whole milk. Now uh, you are going to preheat the oven to 350 and you're gonna butter both pans. Um, and you can also grab a little bit of flour and dust the pans with the flour on top of the butter so that way it helps from sticking. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to whisk three cups of flour, the baking powder, and the salt. And then using a mixer, you're going to beat the two sticks of butter and the sugar together separately uh, for about three minutes until it's light and fluffy. Then you're going to lower the mixer speed beat in the eggs one at a time 
and then you're going to add the vanilla um, and it may look a little bit, the mixture might look a little bit split, but that's totally fine. Don't worry about that. And then you're going to add the flour mixture in three batches, alternating with the milk, beginning and ending with the flour. So you're going to do uh, flour, milk, flour, milk, flour. And uh, you're going to keep mixing it until it becomes smooth. And you're going to uh, bake the cakes until uh, they're golden on the top. And if you insert a toothpick or a knife or whatever you want into the middle, it comes out clean, which should take about 30 to 35 minutes. Uh, after that, you are going to put the cakes on um, on a rack, like a cooling rack, for about 10 minutes. And then you're going to leave them in the pan for like 10 minutes. And after that, you're going to turn the pans over, take out the cakes up from the pan and leave them cooling a little bit longer. And um, cakes typically tend to dome. So since we're going to be stacking these two cakes, you're going to grab a serrated knife and you're just going to trim the top so it becomes le a leveled surface. Um, and then now let's move on to the buttercream. The buttercream, you cannot put it on the cake until the cakes are cooled. If you do, the butter the Buttercream is going to melt, and it's not going to be a fun experience for anybody involved. So for the buttercream, you're going to need one and a half cups of unsalted butter, which is 345 grams, 720 grams of confectioner sugar, which is just uh, powdered sugar, which is six cups, a third cup of whole milk, which is 80 milligrams, one and a half teaspoons of pure vanilla extract, and an eighth of a teaspoon of salt. And then you, what you're going to do is, in a large bowl, uh, you're going to beat the butter until it's creamy, which should take about two minutes. And then you're going to add the sugar, the milk, the vanilla extract, and the salt um, on low speed. And then you're going to increase, increase it to high speed for about two minutes. And if the frosting is still a little bit too thin, uh, you can add more uh, sugar. And if it's too thick, you can add more milk and a little bit of extra salt if it's uh, too sweet. So buttercream is incredibly easy to make. It'll come out white. So if you want to add a little bit of color to it, if you have food coloring, you absolutely can. When I made this cake, um, I added blue and then I added a little bit of red and I mixed it, but I didn't mix it completely. So it had like a little bit of like red, blue, purple kind of galaxy looking thing. And it looked really, really nice. Um, if you don't use all the buttercream, you can eat it. It tastes really good. Like I'm, I'm, like I'm being straight up, you can definitely eat the buttercream. It tastes really, really, really good. <laughs> um, and then let's go on to the chocolate mirror glaze. This is going to be a little bit of a longer thing. Um, it might take you about six hours to make it just because you have to make sure that everything is cooled and that everything is actually at the correct temperature. Uh, for the mirror glaze cake, you are going to need a thermometer. You don't need a fancy can candy thermometer. You can just use a meat thermometer. That's totally fine. They sell them at like Target for about 10 bucks. So, uh, what you're going to need is, um, four tablespoons of gelatin powder, uh, 35 milligrams of water. And this is just for the gelatin because you have to make the gelatin first. Uh, for that, you're just going to mix it together and you're just going to leave it alone. It'll form into a ball of gelatin and then we, you can move on for the actual cake. Uh, not the cake, the glaze. So for the mirror glaze, you're going to need 160 milliliters of water, 160 milliliters of cream, 100 grams of cocoa powder, and 250 grams of white sugar. So just normal granulated sugar. Um, what you're going to do is uh, you're going to bloom the gelatin. That's what it's called. Uh, you put uh, water in a small bowl. And then you sprinkle the gelatin across the surface and then mix it, leave it for about five minutes. And it's going to become 
of rubbery consistency. It looks kind of weird. It takes like a yellowish color, but that's totally fine. That's like, like that's what it's supposed to look like. So you're fine. After that, you're going to put the cocoa, the cocoa powder and the water in a medium saucepan. And then you're going to mix it until there's no lumps in it. This is a very big thing. You cannot have any lumps in the mixture at all whatsoever. Um, after that, it's going to make kind of like a paste kind of thing. After that, you're going to add a little bit of the cream into the mixture and it'll start loosening up. And then you're going to add the rest of the cream and the sugar. And you're going to gently combine it. Don't use a whisk and don't do it like hard. Like don't do it like vigorously mixing. Like you're not doing this with hate, you know? Um... After that, you're going to put the glaze, like, still on the stove, you're going to put it on a medium-high heat, and as soon as you see that it starts boiling, you're going to take it off the heat. Um, what you're going to do is then you're going to add the lump of gelatin until it'll dissolve, obviously, with the heat. And, like, that's pretty much how you make the glaze itself. But this next part is where it becomes a little bit trickier. So you're going to use a shallow bowl and a mesh strainer. When I did it, I didn't use a shallow bowl. Um, I just used like a normal, regular bowl from Ikea. Um, and you're going to strain the glaze through the bowl, I mean through the, through the strainer. And you have to do it as close to the actual bowl as you can because if you do it too high, it'll create bubbles. And we need to avoid bubbles for the, for the glaze. Um, you can also, uh, if you twist the bowl back and forth between your hands, it'll make the bubbles rise and gather in the center. And after you do that, you can either use like a blowtorch or, um, one of those kitchen lighters to pop the bubbles with the heat. Or if you don't have either, either of those things, or if you don't want to risk burning yourself, uh, you can use a toothpick and just pop the bubbles one by one. I used the kitchen lighter because I don't have the patience to go about one by one. Um, but it's completely up to you. Um, what you're going to do is you're going after that you're going to cover the cling you're gonna cover the glaze with cling wrap. And you're going to press the cling wrap onto the surface of the glaze. Because otherwise it'll form a skin, which it just doesn't sound good. <laughs> I when I did it, it didn't form a skin. So I didn't have to worry about it, but sometimes it does. So you just have to make sure that the glaze is like, you know, touching the cling film so that it doesn't actually form any kind of skin when it's setting. So after that, you're going to leave it out for about two hours until it reaches 86 degrees Fahrenheit or 30 degrees Celsius. Now with this, you can be a little bit over, you can be a little bit under, but the most leeway that you should have is one or maybe two degrees. Just because it's just, like if, if it's too hot, it'll be purely liquid and it'll just run off the cake. If it's too, if it's too cold, it won't set. Like it'll just, it won't spread, sorry. It'll just kind of like pool in the middle and then you're gonna have to like spread it with, um, a knife or something and it's just not going to have the clean effect that it should so after it reaches the 86 degrees uh you're going to strain it again um when i strained it the second time i strained it into a measuring cup because it has a spout and it's easier for me to pour it without like it going everywhere and after you do that you'll be ready to pour it you're going to Oh, this is another big thing um, I did forget to mention. You need to glaze, you need to frost your cake. Like, you can do this while the, gla while the glaze is cooling. Uh, use the buttercream, glaze the cake in, in the middle between the two layers, glaze it around the outside and on the top, make sure that everything is covered and that it's as smooth as possible because that'll help the glaze set. So... 
you're going to put the the cake on a cooling rack and then you're going to put the cooling rack on a baking sheet that's just so it'll catch the chocolate falling and then if you still need a little bit more you can just pour the chocolate back into the jug or whatever it is that you're using and then do it again and what you're going to do is starting at the center of the cake you're going to pour the glaze on and then you're going to move in a clockwise motion or counterclockwise just as long as you make a spiral and you're going to stop at like the outer edge of the cake and it'll start um, kind of coming down the sides like a curtain and try to do this in one singular motion because otherwise it might look a little bit broken up. Um, also pour it with confidence, like don't be afraid because otherwise if it's too thin, it'll just set immediately and then it won't move. So, um, sometimes for me when I did this, there was a little bit of a uh, naked patch. You can just pour a little bit more down the sides to do it. Um, and that's pretty much it, honestly. It's a very, um, it sounds hard, and the hardest thing is just the glaze. But if I could do it, you definitely can. Um, it's really, really tasty. You don't have to make the glaze chocolate. You can make it whatever you want. There are other recipes online um, for just like a plain glaze um, that you can do. You can add color to it. You can do whatever you want. It's completely up to you. This is just the method that I used and it tasted absolutely amazing. I made this for my stepmom's birthday and she loved it. Everybody um, that was there loved it. I loved it. It was a really, really good cake. And if you make it, I hope that you also like this cake too. Um, this was the very first cake that I made fully from scratch. It was the first two-tier cake that I ever made. Um, Two-layer cake, actually. I'm sorry. Um, and it tasted absolutely amazing. And if you make it, I would absolutely, definitely love to see it. It's, it's just a really tasty cake. <laughs> and you don't have to make it a vanilla cake. It's completely up to you. If you want to have, like, double chocolate, fine by me. If you want to make it red velvet, like, it's totally up to you. This is, like, it's your cake. <laughs> make it whatever you want. Just make it your own, basically. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is going to be it for today's recipe. Uh, coming up, we have our weekly horoscopes. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Panicked by Design on Hawk Radio. Powered by Anchor FM. My girlfriend, she's at the end, she is stunned to cry. 
When I'm walking, I strut my stuff And I'm so strung out I'm high as a kite I just might stop to check you out Let me go on It's the last week of February, and the first full week of the sun's stay under the stars of Pisces. As Mercury wraps up its retrograde transit, communication breakdown isn't completely ruled out due to post-retrograde shadow, and of course, the fact that Mercury is shifting into Pisces, where dictionaries and complete thoughts go to drown. Venus, on the other hand, shines resplendent in Pisces as it moves closer and closer to the sun, getting ready for a very special full moon in Virgo opposition on the 27th. While some of us might live in a nation that has no interest in taking care of the people who call it home, we can learn from each other how to lead and how to pool resources. It's not a short process and it's no easy task to unlearn a doctrine that relies on greed, but with Saturn applying a square to Uranus throughout the course of the year, it's not a matter of if we'll learn how to do this, it's a matter of when. Aries. In the words of the great Missy Elliott, is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my fang down, flip it, and reverse it. This week finds you with ample opportunity to figure out what is all what all is worth your energy and extended interest. The question isn't what can you bring to the table? Because you already know that you can given the right ingredients, set the scene for a veritable feast. This is about waiting to see what's on offer and how it benefits you before you lay down your offering. And it's about being aware of your pension for writing more checks than you can cash, both figuratively and literally, deciding that it's someone else's turn to treat. Taurus. Some beliefs we have about ourselves are made up. Other beliefs were something we inherited or were taught to believe about ourselves and other people like us. These beliefs were rarely tested because we assume them to be true. Certain bodies don't belong to certain spaces, certain genders are better with emotions, etc. However, as we get older, it gets harder to parse which of these beliefs are rooted in truth and which just have deep roots. The truth is, either way, these are stories we nurture about ourselves. Stories can change. This week, when you find yourself having a conclusive, limiting thought about how you are, try your best to work your way down to the root. Is it always true, or can you imagine an exception? Gemini. Just because things don't seem to be getting easier, doesn't mean you're not getting better at working with them. Sometimes flow is less about ease and more about recognizing and accepting the rhythm when the song is playing, even if it's a tempo quicker than you're used to. Whether or not you expected it, you're learning to adapt, and your lessons have been serving you. This week, when familiar troubles crop up, try to notice if you're responding to them differently or if another approach occurs to you. The kind of self-observing will help you mark your interior progress and celebrate your growth. Positive reinforcement works. Cancer. I know it can be tempting to stay in your shell and convince yourself that relying on others is not worth the impossible expectations that might have of you. It's true that crabs can either be solitary or collective creatures, but you're much more likely to thrive in collaboration. Developing new relationships and deepening current ones gives you the opportunity to share your growth and in sharing it, find support for it. This week, try your best to notice when fear of being misjudged or mistreated gets in the way of your deep desire to connect with people and share your work. To operate out of fear is to limit what you're incapable of doing of yourself and for others. Leo. 
Sometimes what feels safe isn't what you ultimately need to feel good. Lots of animals treat, retreat when they get overwhelmed or when they need to rest. When recharging is the goal, it's wise to do whatever you need to do to feel the well and attend to the absolutes only. Energy is a life force after all, and one can't tap the reserves forever. This kind of retreat, especially in difficult times, makes sense as an act of self-support. But, but you thrive when you take chances on yourself and go beyond your comfort zone. Pushing yourself past the familiar allows you to access your confidence and self-regard. This week, challenge yourself to incorporate something that makes you a little bit nervous and excited into your schedule. Big or small, it'll make a difference. Virgo. Sometimes getting to know who we are is not something we can fully accomplish on our own. When hermitage and self-inquiry and therapy can teach us to recognize our own patterns of thinking and being, only relationships can teach us about the ways we connect with other people. The key is keeping your focus on how you communicate, react, and respond. Noting when you feel comfortable expressing yourself freely and when you feel the need to be on guard. This week, try your best to notice these things in these interactions you have with others, whether it's loved ones, close friends, or acquaintances. Observe from a place of curiosity, not self-judgment, as if you're studying the behaviors of a gentle creature you have yet to fully understand. Libra. In times like these, we've got to take our joys where we can get them. Of course, there's work to be done and commitments to attend to, but if you don't know how to reward yourself, then what will compel you to, to the finish line? And it's not your fault if what once brought you joy elicits an emotion that feels muted now. It's no moral failing if your preoccupations appear out of sync with the world around you. I know you like to practice what you preach, but some parts of ourselves are just for us to understand, and no one else. There's no right way to access pleasure, no one right way to reward. There's only what feels right for you in the moment, and the fact that you deserve a moment for yourself. Scorpio. What we owe to our collective changes because the collective changes, and so do the needs therein. You show up one day with first aid kits and what's necessary is a raincoat. You come back with a raincoat and there's an excess, so you leave your offerings and look for a different hole to plug. All this seems logical and acceptable. One can hardly expect something alive to be stagnant and predictable. Do you think it's possible to approach other living structures with the same level of grace? Can you work your way down from my community needs something else to my role in my friend's life is changing to I can't have the same expectations of myself now that I had last March? You like challenges, don't you? Why don't you give it a try? Sagittarius. It might seem counterintuitive, but sometimes when we feel farthest from the self, we recognize. We're closest to understanding the self we are becoming. A part of that experience is the ability to recognize that while we may be uncomfortable, we are not exactly a fish out of water. In fact, while the water might be choppy, there's something satisfying in the swim, some pride we didn't expect to feel. These kinds of explorations often occur in difficult times, when we must use up our resources and our limits are tested. We find that we are more powerful than we let ourselves believe. As the water calms and the destination comes into view, the work of integrating who you are now into your idea of yourself arises. How are you going to begin that task? Capricorn. There's only so much a person can do to satisfy everyone else, and it takes a toll, doesn't it? The measuring up and squaring away, the feeling that no matter how clearly you can see the goalposts, it's bound to the movement to to the moment you get near it. What if this week you put your satisfaction before any other obligation? Don't stop at the agreements you made with others. Other people have nothing on all the ways you get in your own way. If there's an ancestor you're about to supposedly disappoint, a promise you made when you didn't have all the information, a gospel you're more than ready to re reinterpret in your own favor, go ahead and get a little wild. Aquarius. Whether you're aware of it or not, the ways that you've managed to take up space in the world have started to transform your relationship to it. There's a quiet feedback loop that provides you with rich da data about who you are and how you are received. Data that up until now was too narrow to provide you with any useful conclusions. 
data that up until now might have been susceptible to the biases of your upbringing. The set is getting larger and your interpretations can rely less on what you were taught and more about more and more about what you know to be true for you. If you had doubts about your qualifications, your doubts are ready to be dispelled. If you're ready to change your relationships with wealth, then wealth is ready to change its relationship with you. And finally, Pisces. Being good at relationships isn't about what you can do for others, especially what others need is counter to what you need. On some core level, you know this, and you've always known it, but it can be hard to hold on to what you know when you find yourself up against someone else's beliefs about love and taking care. It's not that you get swept up in other people's expectations. It's just that the practice of being open to other points of view can lead to being unsure about how much you still trust your own. While this week might give you plenty of reason to doubt your right to say no, you'll find that rather than being negotiary in a way to avoid setting limits, establishing a temporary boundary will do a lot more to address your concerns than ignoring them would. That is all of our horoscopes for today, guys. And as always, our horoscopes are brought to you by Refinery29. We will be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to Panic by Design today. It's been a lot of fun talking with Sabrina um, about social media, the mirror glaze cake, and, you know, our weekly horoscopes as we always do. Um, I will see you guys next week when I will be becoming a duck for personal reasons. Bye. Have a good day. Well, good week, actually. Yeah.